afternoon, this evening, Lord, we bless you. We give you glory. Even as we begin, Lord, we give you glory. We give you glory. Even as we begin, Lord, hey, we thank you, Lord. We give you praise. We give you glory. In the name of Jesus. 
be lifted, be lifted. Lord, be magnified, be magnified. You who are set your glories, oh God, your glory above the heavens, oh God, you was made the earth your footstool. Oh, with you is everlasting strength. Father, we bless you, we give you praise, we give you glory in the name of Jesus. Honor, thanks, adoration with your mighty name. We thank you for your goodness to us. Oh God, your deliverance, your supplies, oh, your divine providence. Indeed, we have experienced your goodness, uh, even as it's enshrined in the scripture that says, uh, but my God shall supply all my needs uh, according to his riches and glory uh, by Christ Jesus. Uh, Lord, you've supplied our needs. Uh, you've even met our wants. Uh, as a good shepherd, Lord, you did not let us want. Uh, oh God, we bless you today. Uh, we bless you, we bless you uh, with one heart, one mind, one spirit. Uh, oh God, one faith, we bless you. Uh, we worship you in one accord. Uh, we Say, Lord, we are grateful. Hey, what shall we render unto you for all your benefits unto us? Oh, Lord, our souls bless you. Our spirits bless you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Bless the Lord, oh, my soul. And all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, oh, my soul. And forget not. Forget not his benefits. Oh Jesus, Father, we bless you. Where would we have been without you? When we call, when we call to memory the places we've been, the circumstances of our lives, the challenges of God, we know, we know, we know, we know it's not by our might, nor by our strength. Not by might, not by power, but by, by your spirit, O oh God. It's been by your spirit, but by your mercies, but by your grace, but by your loving kindness, but by your compassions, O oh God, that fail not. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we render unto you all thanksgiving. We bring unto you the sacrifices of thanksgiving and praise, even in this congregation today. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Beloved, you want to lift your voice. You are asking God that Father cleanse me. Father purify me. Make me whole. Make me whole. In the name of Jesus. Cleanse me from every iniquity. Every form of sin every stain in my garment of purity and holiness in the name of jesus wash me clean with the blood of lord jesus christ oh god i come boldly to receive i come boldly that as i confess and acknowledge the places that have erred have gone wrong by your eternal and everlasting sacrifice on the cross even by jesus christ lord i'll receive forgiveness of sins in the name of the lord jesus christ that lord oh god you wash me clean make me whole spirit soul body in the name of Jesus, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, oh God, in the name of Jesus, oh Limo Hovey Hando Shai, Lord, wash me, forgive me, forgive me, oh God, purge me, spirit, soul, and body with the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ from all uncleanness in the name of the Lord Jesus, and set me right with you, 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 in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, oh God. 
Lord, I command her and I ask that you help me align her, my spirit, my soul, my body with all the demands of the moment in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh God, oh God, help me, help me in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Help me, help us, oh God, as a family, help us, help us in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Lord. We commit to this meeting into your hands. We commit to this meeting into your hands. If you promise to abide beloved, with me, Lord, beloved, lift your voice, lift I your heart, commit the, the meeting, all activities into God's hands. The administration, this opening prayer, the administration of the word. Stay with me. Any other administration, we are saying that God take preeminence in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, have your way, have your way, have your way. You are the commander-in-chief of this ministry. Everything that proceeds from here, in the name of the We, we commit our spirit, souls, bodies uh, unto you uh, in the name of Jesus. Uh, take absolute control uh, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Oh, Rabba Dimo Kobron Debele Konamataya. Rabba Shekrok Deluapaya. In the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit. Lord, have your way. Take control, take control. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, Holy Spirit, let the wind of your presence hey, the refreshing moment. Oh God, from the Father. Let's <laughs> 
Yesua Panamatas, Ili Kobo, Panamataya, Alla Banuataya, Lebro Fedos, Kemeneko, Rani Mosaya, Ileta, now you want to lift your voice and pray in the language of the spirit. Pray in the language of the spirit. As the Holy Spirit to prepare your heart to receive, to prepare your spirit, to light you up, to quicken you.
as we dedicate our bodies and our minds to God right now, giving Him our soul, our minds, and our spirits. Hallelujah. You want to lift your voice one more time, beloved, and you want to tell God that Father. By your word today, by your word, position me and ground me for my destiny in the name of Jesus. Obedience is one key aspect of our walk with God and the men that God has sent into our lives. Obedience to God, obedience to our parents, obedience to spiritual authorities and masters God has set over us, obedience to our leaders and our bosses at the workplace, obedience cuts across a wide range, a wide field, a wide, a, a, a very wide variety of our the aspects of our lives. Hallelujah. Especially when it comes to God. So you want to tell God that Lord, let me not be a hearer only. Bible says that when I'm a hearer, I only deceive myself. Let me become a doer. I want to be a doer. So release grace unto me, even by the ministration of your word. Lord, grant me grace to be able to appropriate it into every aspect of my life. I don't want to finish listening to this audio, this podcast, and live the same, oh God. I do not want to live the same. I do not want to live the same. I want to be changed for the path of the just. Your word says the path of the just. It shines brighter and brighter. A brighter, brighter. The path of the just is like the shining light. It is not like a dim light. A shining light. That means that it progressively increases in brightness, in, in, in illumination. Or it is luminance is increased uh, day after day moment after moment uh, therefore lord uh, uh, grant me grace uh, so that i will live here better i will live here transformed uh, in the name of the lord jesus christ uh, to be a doer uh, and not a hearer only uh, deceiving myself in the name of the lord jesus christ uh, lord oh god uh, align my spirit uh, align my soul uh, align my body uh, align all of my being uh, to be able to receive uh, from you oh god in the name of jesus uh, to receive from your spirit uh, even as you grant us uh, the minister oh god uh, the facilitator of this meeting uh, oh god as you grant him utterance uh, in the name of the lord jesus the vessel that you are prepared to minister unto us uh, even as you grant him utterance uh, in the name of the lord jesus christ uh, lord oh god uh, we bless you we give you praise we give you glory thank you holy spirit thank you holy ghost yeshua your name be praised your name be lifted, your name be blessed now and forever in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Oh God. People of God, you are welcome, every one of us. God bless you for joining. I can see uh, Minister Eugene, Minister Emmanuel, Minister Aben, Minister Winning. And um, for the first time, we have Edna Frimpong. God bless you for joining us. Uh, Minister Isiama Sylvester, God richly bless you. It's a privilege to have all of us on board um, in fellowship this day. Amen. Whatever the heavens have ordained for your life, for your destiny, even in today, today's minist ministration, this word, by the time you are done listening, your life will never be the same. 
in the name of Jesus, I declare and I decree that may heaven meet you at the point of your need today in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You are blessed. You are blessed to be in this meeting. You are blessed to be listening to this right now. Of all the things you could have been doing, of all the places you could have been, you could have been, you are here. God bless you. God bless you. Father, we thank you. So, prepared for us today to minister to us is a brother. He is one of our own and um, a son, a son of mine in the Lord. A very good one and a great minister of God. Amen. I believe God is raising him for great things, great things, and for this wonderful time in the presence of the Lord. Now, I believe that what you are going to see or what you are going to hear is going to be a testimony of the goodness of God and even is going to be an evidence of walking in obedience to God and to spiritual authority that God has placed over us. Amen. Amen. So when you are under spiritually, you are giving spiritual instructions or any form of command, you don't find it burdensome because it's all for our own good. Hallelujah. That's what God tells us. First John 5, 3. He says that this is the love of God, that you love God, that you love um, the leaders that God has placed over you. This is the love of God that you obey his commands. You obey his commands and his commands are not burdensome. They are not grievous. Amen. So, people of God, I want us to welcome. It's already 22 minutes. We have just one hour. About 30 minutes left. We want to welcome our own brother. Some of you is your friend. Some of us is many things to us. We want to welcome Minister Ebenezer obeying Mensa to grace us with the word of God on the great and very sensitive topic the very great and sensitive topic we've, we've, we've captioned the power essence and blessings of obedience the power essence and blessings of obedience amen God bless you. Minister Eben, the platform is yours. You can take over. God help you. God strengthen you. God grant you utterance. Amen. The Holy Spirit is present and is here to help you. You are greatly helped. And I'm also mightily behind you. Amen. Wow. <laughs> uh, I just did I know that the Lord has already been by Him. A reason for our gathering this evening. Amen. I want to acknowledge the presence of this Prince amongst us. The wings of this ministry is made from the very good and the 
the will of God. I want you to understand that the will beneath the wings of this ministry is the Holy Spirit. So you want to acknowledge the presence of the Holy Spirit here. He's the one that makes things happen here. He deserves to be praised in this our Amen. Amen. Secondly, too, I, I, <laughs> uh, my father in the Lord was was just now seeing a lot of things, and I was like, "Hey, really? Wow! So much expectations." But thank God, I'm not the source of any of these. Like he rightly said, the Holy Spirit is here to help me. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Uh, it's so much privilege, so, so much privilege. The truth is that I have met a lot of people on this earth since I was being given birth to. I've met a lot of people. But, but my father in the Lord, Minister Samuel, Apostle Samuel, is, is one different person. I am yet to see, I don't want to say that there are not people like him on the earth, but you know, for the many people that are playing their strings. Yes, please. Is it okay? I should your voice Okay, okay, okay. Is it okay now? Please, is it okay? Okay, please can you hear me now? Okay, okay, let's continue. So I just you know, thank God for the life of Minister Samuel Karis. I thank God so much for him being in my life. Please, the strength, um, Minister Eben. Uh huh. Yeah, please, can you hear me now? Yeah, but you can you can play it so that will mute. Okay. Yeah, but okay. yeah, it's okay. Please, is it okay? Yeah, I think it's better. Okay. So then I. I thank God for the life of my own father in the Lord, Minister Samuel Karis. And I am very, very, very grateful for the platform that has been given. Yes. Now straight to what God has prepared for us this evening. We are talking about the power, essence, and blessing of obedience. The power, essence, and blessing of obedience. For the few minutes ahead of us just one minute ahead of us i want you to pray and tell the lord to speak to you tell the lord to speak to you lay an expectation on the spirit of god amongst us tell the lord that you want to hear him speak to your heart today that particular word that is going to transform your life beloved it doesn't take so much from god to change us it doesn't take so much from god to switch our levels just one word just one word just one word okay just one word so then please um uh, minister samuel please then i think you can help me with the music at the background Yes, continue to tell the Lord to give you just a word. Rabada shaka the regate 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 the regate
Father, speak to us. It is you we want to hear, Father. It is you. It is you. It is you we want to hear. Father, it is you we want to hear. It is you we want to hear. May you satisfy the longing of our hearts, Lord, with your pure, unadulterated word, even in this perverse world. In the name of Jesus. 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 Now I will begin to tell you what obedience is. Hallelujah. So when we talk about obedience, as many of us probably would have heard, it is the act of yielding to an instruction. The act of yielding to an instruction. That is how I define obedience. But from other sources, you know, you have this definition as compliance with an order, request, or law, or submission to another's authority. Compliance with an order, request, or law, or submission to another's authority. Hallelujah. Now, in the context of scripture, we can define obedience as hearing the word of God and acting on it. Hearing the word of God and acting on it. Hallelujah. Now, I will continue to explain or expound on the topic obedience by telling you what it is not. So, with reference to what um, the definition I just gave, it is a compliance with an order. So then, until there is an instruction, until there is an order, there cannot be obedience because obedience is the response that is given it is the yielding that is manifested accordance with an order a request or a law hallelujah or submitting to another's authority so without a second person or without another person there cannot be obedience obedience Amen. It is true that you can be obedient to yourself. But for that to happen, it will demand that you first give yourself an instruction. Then acting on the instruction that you've given yourself becomes obedience to yourself. Hallelujah. So that is obedience. Now, this is what obedience is not. Obedience is not partial. There is nothing like partial obedience. It is either you are being obedient or disobedient. Amen. It is either you are being obedient or disobedient. As simple as that. Why am I saying that? Because the action that you take in response to the instructions you've received, which is actually obedience, should be an accurate execution of the content of the instructions you received. So, for instance, I tell you that stand up from where you are. And come and sit by me. If you are going to obey me, it means that you are going to take the actions according to the words I have given. Hallelujah. So, if you get up and then you don't come, if you obey the first half of the instruction I gave, what it means is that you are yielding to a different instruction that is not mine. And that means that you are manufacturing your own instruction. Hallelujah. So obedience 
is complete or total yielding to the word of God. Now, let's look at some examples of obedience in scripture. Let's go to the book of Genesis chapter 12, verse 1 to 4. If someone can help us with the scriptures. Genesis chapter 12, verse 1 to 4. Yes, God bless you so much, Minister Winning and then Minister Samuel. Now the Lord had said unto Abraham, Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will shield thee and I will make of thee a great nation and I will bless thee and make thy name great and thou shalt be a blessing and I will bless them that bless thee and curse him that curse thee and in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed so Abram departed so Abram departed the emphasis here is on the verse 4 of the 12th chapter of Genesis so Abraham departed. So we realized that the instruction was given him. The instruction was given him. And Abraham acted in response to the instructions that he received. He yielded himself to what God said. So Abraham departed. So Abraham departed. Yes. Other versions. MSB. The message. I think the message version. If I'm right. Is this. Leave your country, your father and your mother's home for a land that I will show you. Yes, he reads on further. The emphasis here is on the verse 4. Emphasis on verse 4. So Abram departed. So Abram departed. So this is a clear biblical example of what obedience is. Yielding to what God has said. We can also take another example from the book of Genesis chapter 22 verse 2 to 3. Genesis chapter 22, verse 2, He said, Take your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah, and offer him there as a burnt offering. On one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. So Abraham rose early in the morning, saddled his donkey, and took two of his young men with him and his son Isaac. And he cut the wood for the burnt offering and arose and went to the place of which God had told him. Another clear example of what true obedience is. The instruction comes. You receive the instructions. You understand what has been said. And you yield yourself to the instruction by acting on what you have heard. By acting on what you have heard. By acting on what you have heard. Hallelujah. Now, if you read the book of Matthew chapter 21 verse 20, 29, you will also see another example of what obedience is. Obedience is not just saying, yes, I will do it. Yes, I will do it. No. Because if you read Matthew chapter 21 verse 29, Jesus Christ gave an illustration um, that a father told his two sons, he told one that, he told both of them that, I want you to go and work in my vine. And then one said, 
yes father i will go and he didn't go and another one also said that no i won't go but he went and then he asked who did what was, what was right and then the answer they gave was that the person or the one that said that he wouldn't go but went is the one that did the right thing so that is another clear example yes yes thank you so much minister winning truly i say to you good so the verse 29 and he answered i will not but afterward he changed his mind and went and went so the actions it is the actions it is the actions it is the actions it is not just a matter of saying that yes i will do it no it is not just a matter of saying yes i will do it so we must get it we must understand that obedience is the actions it is the very steps that we take in accordance with the instructions that we receive from God. And I want you to also know that we are still on what obedience is. I want you to also know that if we talk about obedience in Christ, it is not just an event or an action, but a nature that is influenced by the spirit that you are subjected to. Can we look at Ephesians chapter 2, verse 2 to 3? Ephesians chapter 2, verse 2 to 3. In Christ, obedience is not just an action. It is not just an event. Hallelujah. But rather, it is a nature. A nature that is influenced by the spirit that you are subjected to. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 2 to 3. Wherein in time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. In the children of disobedience. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Minister Samuel and Minister David among whom also we all had our conversation in time past in the last of our flesh fulfilling the desire of the flesh and of the mind and of the mind now we understand the word of god tells us that if someone be in christ he's a new creation the old is past he's talking about the old nature the old is past and the new has come and we know that before we came into christ we were subject to the nature of sin Romans chapter 3 verse 23 makes us understand that for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And until Christ came to bring us deliverance, we continued in the nature of sin. We continued in the nature of sin. So our natural state, what we would do by default was sinful. And the book of Ephesians chapter 2 verse 2 and 3 makes us understand that in time past, when we had the nature of sin, when we had the nature of unrighteousness working in us. It says that among whom also we all had our conversation in time past, in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind. And we were by nature, we were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. 
And then reading the same chapter makes us understand that we were being controlled by the prince of the air that worked disobedience in us. So then it means that before we came into Christ, we are walking in disobedience. Bible makes us Bible makes it clear that we are walking in disobedience. And he also reveals that this obedience, this disobedience that was working in us was being was being initiated and was being catalyzed by the prince of the air. Hallelujah. So if then we have come into Christ, if you read the book of Colossians chapter 3, verse 1 downwards, he makes us understand that if you are dead with Christ and then we are risen with him, we should focus on the things above and not things on the earth. And then we should put off the old man and his deeds. Hallelujah. Put off the old man and his deeds. So it means that if while we were not in Christ, we had a particular nature and the name of that nature is disobedience and was influenced by the prince of the air or by the spirit of this world, then it means when we come into Christ, we have a new nature of, this, of obedience, a new nature of obedience that is influenced by the spirit of God who comes to dwell in us. So obedience is not just a one-day event. It is not just an action that you take just a day. It is not just one-time obedience to God's instruction some years ago. No, no. It is a constant nature. It is a constant behavior. It is a constant character. That is actually a manifestation of your nature that you have received in Christ. Of your nature that you have received in Christ. Yes, thank you so much, Minister David. Let's lie not one to another, saying that he have put off the old man with his deeds. Yes, thank you so much. So, obedience is also, we are still on what obedience is. Obedience is also our demonstration of love. John chapter 14, verse 15. Obedience is our demonstration of love. Our love for the Father. If you obey me, Please, can someone help me with the scripture? Yes. If you love me, keep my commandments. If you love me, keep my commandments. So, Jesus Christ is telling us that if we love him, the only way to show or to tell him that we love him is not just meeting here tonight and just praying. Of course, that is also another way of telling him that we love him. But, concerning his commands he tells us that if we want to show him that we love him then we must obey his commands so obedience to god and to the commandments or the instructions that he gives is a show or a demonstration of our love for him and i i want you to understand that the essence of our existence is captured in obedience the essence of our existence is captured in obedience and that the dominion of man is not without God. Genesis chapter 2 verse 7. Genesis chapter 2 verse 7. We understand that God said that, therefore let us create man in our own image and likeness. He continues to say that, let them have dominion. Let them have dominion. But then, 
even though God told man that man should have dominion over the earth, we understand that, yes, Genesis chapter 2 verse 7 tells us that, and the Lord God formed man out of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and man became a living soul. So, that creature called man was never complete without the breath of God. And of course, the breath of God is an essential part of God that was given to man to make him function. So then, we understand that God gave us the mandate or the purpose for our creation was to have dominion over the earth. But until we came into being, until we became a living soul, until we made complete to undertake that assignment of dominion, we were made whole by the Spirit of God that was breathed into the dust that God formed. Amen. We were made whole by the breath of God that he breathed into the dust that he had formed with his hand. So it means that the dominion of man is not without God. As a matter of fact, we understand from scripture that man was in alignment and man was truly having dominion on the earth until he disobeyed God. Until he disobeyed God. Until he disobeyed God. So what does this mean? As long as man stayed in obedience to the instructions of God, as long as man continued to submit himself to the dictates and to the commands of God, he continued to hold his relevance as the one who has been created by God to have dominion over the earth. But the very day that he sinned against God by disobeying the instructions of God, what happened was that he got out of alignment. He got out of alignment and he lost his dominion. It means that the whole purpose of we being created, the whole essence of our existence, the reason for our creation, our essence is captured in obedience. And this is true because when God created Adam, Adam continued to be relevant. Adam continued to be in his place of dominion, which was actually the purpose of his creation until he disobeyed God. When he disobeyed God, he got out of alignment. He got out of alignment. And when he got out of alignment, he lost his functionality. He lost his purpose. Hallelujah. And we understand from the book of Job, the last chapter of Job, Bible says that the purposes of God cannot be thwarted. So the whole from the from the from Genesis throughout and um, all the other books to the New Testament, what God has been trying to do is to make sure that his purpose for creating it is established. Because we understand from the book of Job that the purposes of God are not thwarted or cannot be thwarted. So even though man sinned and that kind of distorted the plans of God concerning the earth and concerning the dominion of man over the earth, or the colonization of this earth with God's principle. Even though it happened like there was a distortion. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. Even though it happened like there was a distortion, we understand that the purposes of God cannot be thwarted. 
This means that the original purpose of God is holding for us. And if it is holding for us, then we must understand that our, our essence, the essence of our creation, the essence of we being restored and everything is captured in obedience. Which means that as long as we continue to stay in obedience, we will continue to stay in the plan and in the purpose of God for our lives. But the moment we misalign, the moment we come out or we step out of obedience, just like when Adam stepped out of obedience, he lost his functionality, he lost his essence and the purpose for his creation. The moment we stay in disobedience, we are moving out of the will of God. Hallelujah. So the fall of man made him forfeit his glory and he lost his place. Now, I want you to also understand that your place in God can only be secured by your obedience to Him. Your place in God can only be secured by your obedience to Him. Your place in God can only be secured by obedience to Him. If you read the book of Ezekiel chapter 28 verse 15 to 17, Bible makes us understand that the devil was perfect in beauty and he was perfect in wisdom and everything until the day iniquity was found in him. And that means that as long as the devil, or let me say, as long as Lucifer walked in obedience to the commands of God, he continued to hold on to his essence, the essence for his existence and creation. But the day he lost his obedience, he lost his commitment to subject himself and obey the one that created him. Bible makes us understand in the book of Revelation chapter 12 verse 8 that he lost his place in heaven. And it is the same scenario that was captured in the Garden of Eden. As long as Adam continued to um, subject himself to the instructions of God and stay in obedience, he continued to hold on onto um, that place that God created for him. He continued to stay in that place of dominion over the earth. But the day he disobeyed God, he lost his essence. He lost his essence and he fell. So I want you to understand that the destiny of every child of God is captured in his obedience. It's captured in his obedience. It's captured in his obedience. Because Obedience is how we emit the glory of God. Obedience is how we emit God's glory. We will delve deeper into this later. Hallelujah. Now, last exposition on what obedience is. Then we move on to the power of obedience. If you read the book of Romans chapter 8 verse 14, Bible makes us understand that for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. What does this mean? It means as many people that continue to yield themselves to the instructions, to the dictates, to the directions of the Holy Ghost, as many people as allow themselves to be guided by the Holy Spirit, they are the sons of God. 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 Which means that if 
we will continue to hold on to our place as sons of God, then it requires that we stay in obedience to God. Because as a matter of fact, no one can lead himself into the promises of God. It is impossible to lead yourself into the promises of God. It is not possible to lead yourself into the promises of God. It is the Holy Spirit that leads us into the promises of God. And if you are going to have this promise that we have in the Father, it means that you would have to commit yourself. You would have to commit yourself to obeying the Spirit of God. And that is what we mean when we say we are, you are being led by the Spirit of God. That is what we mean when we say that you are being led by the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. So obedience is what secures our place in the kingdom of God. And obedience is our demonstration of love to God. Hallelujah. Now, let's talk about the power of obedience. The power of obedience. The power of obedience. So, obedience is so much important. It is very, very, very important. Because, like I said, your essence, the reason for your existence, everything is captured in obedience. Everything is captured in obedience. We understand that it is by grace that we are all saved. It is by grace that we are all saved. And that is true. But then we also understand that until you obey the word of God that says that you have to receive Christ into your heart. You have to believe with your heart and confess the Lordship of Christ. Until you believe that and act in obedience to that word of God, you don't have this free gift of God. Which means that even your first step into the kingdom of God is possible because of obedience. It's possible because of obedience. And we, we, know, that, we know that the whole new life that we have in Christ, the whole new life and the life of glory, Everything, whether we going to spend eternity with the Father, manifesting the glory of God on this earth, walking in destiny, having the blessings of God, and everything is possible for those that are in Christ. And before you came to Christ, there was a need for you to obey the message that you heard, which means that without obedience, no man can have access to God. Neither can he get access to the things that God has promised him. Hallelujah. So God has given us a lot of promises. God has given us so much promises and he has given us so much word, so much word that continues to stand sure. But we can be sure that until we walk in obedience, we can be sure that we are in, until we are in the place of obedience, it is never possible for us to possess any of the things that God has promised us. Amen. Now, Let's talk about the power of obedience. The power of obedience. So, one key essence of fellowship is obedience. One key essence of fellowship is obedience. 
Hallelujah. Daily, we continue to tell God to align us. And we continue to have fellowship with Him. Why do we continue to do that? Remember that um, if somebody can help me with this scripture, Isaiah chapter 43 verse 7. We are talking about the power of obedience. Isaiah chapter 43 verse 7. Isaiah chapter 43 verse 7. Isaiah chapter 43 verse 7. You will understand from that scripture that every one of us, yes, everyone who is called by my name, whom I created for my glory, whom I formed and made, even everyone that is called by my name, for I have created him for my glory. What does this verse tell us? It means that we have been created for a purpose and that purpose is to manifest the glory of God. That purpose for our creation is to manifest the glory of God. That is why we have been created. So there is a reason you are being given birth to. There is a reason you find yourself in the kingdom of God. There is a reason why you open your eyes every day. There is a reason you continue to live life every day. There is a purpose for your creation. And we understand from the book of Isaiah chapter 43 verse 7 that we, each one of us, he said every single one, everyone, every one of us, we have been created to manifest God's glory. And we understand that When somebody comes into Christ, he is a new creature because he does not clench on to the old life again. The earlier scripture that we read from the book of Colossians chapter 3, verse 9, 10, 11, makes us understand that if we are in Christ, we have to put off the old man and put on the new man. Which means that when we come into Christ, that nature and that life of sin and death and corruption and perversion is being substituted for the life of God. Hallelujah. For the life of God. So every child of God that has received the Lord Jesus has received the life of God. Has received the very life of God. And we understand from this scripture, Isaiah 43 verse 7, that we have been created to manifest this very kind of life. So the reason you've been created is that every single day of your life, you manifest, you manifest, you bring forth that life of God in you. You bring forth that life of God in you. Bible says that, and this treasure is in jars of clay. So that the glory will not be of us, but it will be of God. So you have received the very treasure, the very life of God into yourself. And the purpose for your existence on the surface of the earth is to manifest this life that you have received. Is to manifest this life that you have received. Is to bring forth the life that you have received. Now we understand from scripture that We understand from scripture that 
as long as like i've already explained as long as adam continued to stay in obedience why am i bringing the issue of adam bible says that what has been written has been written for our learning it has been written for our good so then we can always refer to scripture we can always refer to what has been written amen we look at the life of adam before and after the fall as long as he continued to walk in obedience he continued to manifest that life of glory that he had received in him thank you so much minister david as long as he continued to walk in obedience he continued also in manifesting that life of god that he had received the day that he disobeyed god the day that he got himself into the nature he got into the he got himself into the act of disobedience he lost his place he lost his place and then he lost his essence hallelujah are you with me type amen if you are with me type amen if you are with me he lost his essence which means that when we come into christ as long as we continue to obey what we have received into us which is the very life and the very spirit of god in us as long as we continue to stay in obedience to god's spirit the spirit of god who lives in, who lives in us who is the promise of the father and the very treasure that lives in our jars okay the treasure that continues to live inside our flesh it continues to live inside our body sorry as long as we continue to stay in obedience what it means is that like we defined earlier obedience is compliance with an order request or law or submission to another's authority what it means is that if we live a lifestyle of obedience we are yielding ourselves to the spirit of god that lives inside of us and that is how manifestation is made possible because if i speak to you as you are sitting there or i don't know your posture right now but if i speak to you that stand up i have communicated it to you you have received the understanding of what i want you to do but until you yield yourself to that instruction that has been given there will not be any manifestation even though the word had gone forth already. There will not be any manifestation. So obedience is that power that brings into manifestation the very life and essence and glory of God that is resident in us. God cannot be separated from his glory. We are only glorious because we have the spirit of God in us. And the spirit of God by nature is glorious. And his nature is the new life that we have received in Christ. So, as we manifest the life of God in us, it also means that we are manifesting the glory of God. Because that new life we receive when we come into Christ, that new life that we lay hold on by means of the Holy Spirit when we come into Christ, is a life of glory. It's 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 a life of glory. Hallelujah. 
Jesus said that my father is with me he has not left me because I do what pleases him he said that I don't do anything of my own accord it means that what Jesus Christ came to do was to just obey the father in fact in fact our main call or our main ministry is not just to heal the sick let me even be bold enough to say that our main call as sons of god is not to heal the sick it's not to 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 um preach the word it's not to do anything but to stay in obedience to what god has told us because we understand from scripture the book of acts there was a day if god gave the commission to paul to preach his word to the gentiles but there was a day he entered into a territory to preach the word of god and the spirit of god prohibited him from preaching the word which means that obedience to god is superior to to what we say or what we profess as the ministry that we've been given to we've been given to by god so our main assignment our main assignment is to obey so point number one obedience has that power to manifest the glory of god that you have received in us hallelujah and And talking about the second point for the power of obedience. Obedience has the power to initiate and sustain covenants. Obedience has that power to initiate and sustain covenants. Let's look at the book of Psalm chapter 89 verse 20. Thank you so much, Minister David, for the notes. Psalm 89, verse 20. If someone can help us with that scripture. Psalm Bible says that I have found David my servant. With my holy oil have I anointed him. With whom my hands shall be with whom my hands shall be established. Mine arm also shall strengthen. The enemy shall not exact upon him, nor the son of wickedness afflict him. And I will beat down his foes before his face. And I will plague them that hate him. But my faithfulness and my mercy shall be with him, and in my name shall his horn be exalted. I will set him, I will set his hand also in the sea, and his right hand in the rivers. Let's move, let's jump to the verse 28 and 29. My mercy will I keep for him forevermore, and my covenant shall stand fast with him. His seed also will I make to endure forever, and his throne as the days of heaven. If his children forsake my law, 
and walk not in my judgment, if they break my statutes and keep not my commandments, then will I visit their transgressions with the rod and their iniquity with stripes. Nevertheless, my loving kindness will I not utterly take from him. Hallelujah. So God entered into a covenant with David that forever he was always going to get his seed or his seed was always going to be on the throne. But then we read downwards and we understand that if his generation decided to disobey, they already laid down statutes and commandments which was actually the covenant God had with David. If they break that, Bible makes us understand that there will be a breach in that covenant that God had with David and his descendants. Hallelujah. There would be a breach. 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 So, yes, God established his covenants with David. And the covenant he established with him was transgenerational. But that covenant was only going to be sustained throughout the generations. Only by obedience. Only by obedience. Only by obedience. Hallelujah. Only by obedience. Thank you so much, Minister Samuel. So we see that obedience has the power to initiate and continue covenant. If you read the book of Mark chapter 13 verse 37, Bible makes us understand that what I say to one, I say to all. Can somebody help us with that scripture? What I say to one, I say to all. What I say to one, I say to all. Which means that Whatever God has said in his word, yes. And what I say to you, I say to all. Stay awake. Yes, that is Mark chapter 13, verse 37. Hallelujah. It means that what has been written has been written for us. And what God has spoken to one, he has said to all of us. But then it comes down to our obedience it comes down to our obedience to the instructions that are tied to the various promises of God. The moment we start to obey the instructions that are attached to the promises of God, what we do is that we are provoking the initiation of a covenant. And we are plugging ourselves into that very promise of God. Hallelujah. And so we know that Christ has done everything for us. In fact, he said on the cross that it is finished. But until we walk in obedience to every instruction that are tied to the various promises that we have in God, it will never be possible for us to walk in that promise. Hallelujah. So obedience is crucial. In that, it has the power to initiate and sustain covenants.
Hallelujah. So our obedience to God and His Word is crucial. Our obedience to God and His Word is crucial. Now we are going to the third point: the power of obedience. The power of obedience. The power of obedience. We also have to understand that without obedience, faith is crippled. Without obedience, faith is crippled. Why? Because faith is the action we take in response to what God has asked us to do. So, God tells Abraham that depart from your father's house. Now, without knowing where he is going, unlike our days where you have lights along streets and you know you can have a mobile phone to keep in touch with your family and other people, it wasn't like that. Depart without knowing where you are going. And he departs and he leaves. Bible says, so Abraham departed. So Abraham departed. He departed. So his obedience to the instructions he received from God at that instant revealed how much faith he had in God to continue to sustain him even though he didn't know where he was going. Hallelujah. And we know that the Bible says in the book of Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6 that without faith, it is impossible to please the Father. It is impossible to please the Father. So, obedience and faith goes hand in hand. Without obedience, you can never and ever put your faith to work. And walking in obedience to God is actually a manifestation of your faith. I know and I understand that there is a, a dimension of faith that we confess. There is a dimension of faith that we profess. Because the Bible says that I have believed, so therefore I also speak. But the Bible makes us understand that faith without works is dead. Faith without works is dead. Hallelujah. So obedience is that working part. Obedience is that active part of faith. Obedience is that part that complements our belief in God, that makes faith, faith. Hallelujah. So as long as we continue to walk in obedience to what God has said, we continue to manifest faith. And walking in obedience to what God has said means doing what God wants us to do. Living our lives according to his instructions that he has given us. And that also means manifesting the very life of God. Because it is never and ever possible to follow the instructions of the Holy Spirit and end up doing what is unholy. Hallelujah. So obedience is crucial. Obedience is very important. 
And as children of God, it is never possible for us to walk into our destinies without obeying God. In fact, let me say this, that let me do this little illustration or comparison. Obedience can be likened to someone ordering for a particular good from a store that is not close to him. So you do the ordering on your phone. You do the payment. Now, when we come into Christ, Christ has paid everything. He has done the payment for us because he says that it is finished. He has purchased our redemption. He has purchased all the promises and the inheritance that God has in store for us as his children. He has done everything. He has done everything. But you understand that even from our practical daily lives, you might have paid for the, for the good, but until a boat driver or until a delivery guy delivers the good into your hand, you will not have it. You will not have it. Thank you so much, Minister Samuel. You will not have it. So obedience is that vehicle that transports what Christ has already procured for us by grace. It is that which transports what Christ has already procured for us by grace into our hands. So obedience is that way. Obedience is that way to bring into tangible manifestations the promises that we have received from God. Abraham believed God and it was counted unto him as righteousness. But his belief in God would have been dead without works. It was counted unto him as righteousness because when God asked him that, hey, take your son and go and sacrifice him, Bible says early in the morning, early in the morning, early in the morning, early in the morning. Hallelujah. Now let's go to the blessing of obedience. The blessing of obedience. Then we will be bringing our session to the end. The blessing of obedience. If I wanted to talk about the blessings of obedience in terms of blessings or in terms of the various promises of God, we wouldn't exhaust it even if we continued this podcast for a whole day. Because countless are the promises of God in his word for us. Countless, countless, countless. Uncountable, uncountable, uncountable. Hallelujah. But I would like to give the bigger set. I would like to talk about the bigger set. So that as you delve deeper into the word of God yourself, you begin to see and know that individual blessings that God has in store for us if we walk in obedience. Hallelujah. Let's move to the book of Ephesians chapter 1, verse 10. Ephesians chapter 1. Um, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 12 and 13. Livra kosh nemeru wakapra terega de reski fratele beru wakapaya. 
Ragata bata shaka da rekete reski fratene menu wakapala diya karaski frata. Ephesians chapter one verse thirteen. In whom ye also trusted, after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. In whom also after that ye believed, ye were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Verse fourteen, which is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession. Unto the praise of His glory. Verse fourteen again, which is the earnest of uh, talking about the Holy Spirit now? Which is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession? Hmm. I don't know what you are seeing here. I don't know what you are seeing here, but Scripture is making us understand that every inheritance or promise that you can ever have from God. By reason of what Christ has done, everything, every single thing, is trapped in the Holy Spirit, because He is the seal of every inheritance that we have received in Christ Jesus. The Holy Spirit is the seal of every inheritance that we have received in Christ Jesus. So now, can you name the blessings that we have in Christ? Talking about the healings, talking about the blessings, talking about the liftings, talking about the restorations, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Bible makes us understand that the Holy Spirit is the seal of all these inheritances that we have received in Christ Jesus, and I want you to know that the manifestation of that inheritance that you have been allotted in Christ, even in earth here, is your destiny. Because we understand earlier that we have been created to manifest the glory of God, and manifesting the glory of God means bringing out that nature, bringing out the content of what we have received from Christ in us. Bible says in the book of Colossians one twenty-seven um, that Christ in us the hope of glory. So Christ in us, who is actually the Holy Spirit dwelling in us. Is the hope of our glory, so we will continue to remain in that hope. But the day of manifestation of that glory, which of course all creation awaits for that day, will be when we bring out the content of what we have received in us, and we understand that. Yes, thank you, Minister David. And we understand that obedience is that which actually materializes that which we have received in us. In that, until we yield, until we obey, until we subject and submit ourselves to what the Holy Spirit instructs us. To what the Holy Spirit leads us to do, to where He directs us to go, it will never be possible for us to bring out, for us to live, live just like the Christ we have in us. Hallelujah. So, for instance, divine health, or let me say, healing of the sick, is a manifestation of God's glory. And when you come into Christ, let's say you've already come into Christ, and Christ has already given you this gifting, but 
until the day that you will yield to the instructions of the Holy Spirit to lay hands on the person that is sick, there will not be a manifestation of that particular glory of God through you. So we see here clearly that the actions that you take based on the instructions the Holy Spirit gives you concerning the sick person will actually be the avenue for the manifestation of that glory. Hallelujah. Of that glory. Psalm 112 verse 1. Praise ye the Lord. Blessed is the man that feareth the Lord, that delighteth greatly in his commandments. His seed shall be mighty upon the earth. The generation of the upright shall be blessed. Wealth and riches shall be in his house, and his righteousness endureth forever. Unto the upright there ariseth light in the darkness. Yes, you can continue to read on and on and on and on. All the promises are there. So here you identify, you identify a lot of blessings. Okay? A lot of blessings. We see wealth here. We see that he will endure forever. That is also another form of blessing that light will even arise upon him even in darkness bible makes us understand that he shall not be moved all of these blessings are captured in this chapter and they are for you as a child of god but the introduction of this chapter says that praise ye the lord blessed is the man that feareth the lord so until there is obedience to that instruction that has been tied to these promises the manifestations of these promises is not in view in your life but the moment you decide to walk in obedience to what has been written decide to walk in obedience to what god has said what god is telling you the instructions that is tied to the promises that he has given then it means that you are set to manifest these promises in your lives hallelujah So, in bringing everything to summary, for instance, when you read the book of Job chapter 29, verse 4. Job chapter 29, verse 4. Bible says that as I was in the days of my youth, when the secret of God was upon my tabernacle. Hallelujah. So we understand that in the word of God, we have access to the secrets of God. We have access to the secrets of God. And that is for you. That is a blessing. But if you read the book of Psalms, Bible makes us understand that the secrets of the Lord are with them that fear him. So it means that until you subject yourself to this word and walk in obedience to the demands of scripture, which requires you to fear the Lord, you don't have access to the secrets of the Lord. You don't have access to the secrets of the Lord. Hallelujah. So reading from the book of Hebrews chapter 10, verse 36. 
Hebrews chapter 10, verse 36. Bible says that for ye have need of patience, that after ye have done the will of God, ye might receive the promise. This will end the session. This will end our teaching. After ye have done the will of God, ye might receive the promises of God. I cannot talk about all the promises of God. I I couldn't just pick, let's say, the blessings of um, um, being humble and talk about it. What about the others? There are a lot of promises in the word of God. So many, so many of them. So many of them. So many of them. But the blessings of obedience is that as you walk in obedience, as you walk in obedience, in careful obedience to what God instructs you through, and, and there are many avenues um, through which God gives us instructions and gives us command. The greatest of them all is his word through his spirit, through the shepherd that he sets upon as spiritual authorities. Amen. Yes. So as you walk in obedience, we understand from the book of Hebrews chapter 10, verse 36, that you will receive the promise. You receive the promise. Could it be that you are not walking you are not walking in obedience to an instructions God gave you? That is why. The manifestation of the promise of God that he received through his word, through a prophecy, through dreams, or through whatever means. Could it be that your disobedience or you not walking in obedience to what God instructed is what has caused the delay of that promise? Could it be? Could it be? Could it be? So the blessing of obedience is the promises of God, the manifestation of the promises of God. God bless you so much. The Lord bless us all. I pray that the Lord will continue to strengthen us and continue to empower us to walk in absolute obedience to his word. Not compromising. Not manufacturing our own instructions and obeying them. Not setting our own questions and answering them. Nobody does that in the exam room and then passes exam. No. No. And that would also mean we seeking the Lord, staying in constant fellowship with Him so that we can receive His instructions and walk in there and receive the promises of God. God bless you so much for listening. In Jesus' name, Amen. Apostle Samuel, please kindly take over. Hello, Minister Samuel. Please, you can take over. Thank you so much, everyone. I'd like you to... Yes, thank you, Minister. I'd like you to... Begin to thank the Lord for the word that you have received today. Yes, he's here. He's here. He's here. The apostle is here. 
So I would hand over to him. asleep. If you are connected with your heart and with your phone, just type, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you. Father, we bless you. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your word. In the name of Jesus, we bless you. Receive all glory. Receive all glory. Receive all glory. We give you all praise in the name of Jesus. Oh, Father, we thank you. Thank you for speaking to us today. We honor you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. God bless you, Minister Even. God richly bless you. Thank you for the wonderful and insightful teaching. I believe we are all blessed. Yes. So I want to pray for you. I want to say a word of prayer for you. of that all of us I think he quoted a scripture he said what I say Jesus said what I say to one I say to all I wish somebody could help us with that scripture if even if you can help us with that scripture so kindly help us with that I pray that may God strengthen you may God increase you may God continue May God continue by His Spirit to order your steps and teach you in the name of Jesus. Yes. I think this was after Jesus' teaching, one of His teachings on the end time and prayer. The verse 13 talks about watching and praying. And then he concludes the chapter by saying that what I say unto you, I say unto all. Watch. So this prayer is for every one of us. God lift you. God honor you. God grace you with strength. The strength and dignity of the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus. And I pray that even as you have accepted 
this responsibility or you accepted this responsibility and you rose to the occasion, may God enable you to walk in another dimension. Every one of you in another dimension of his call upon your life in the name of Jesus. May the next dimension be opened unto you in the name of Jesus. By the authority of God given me, I open the next dimension unto you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I plead with the Father and ask that it be opened unto you right now in the name of Jesus. Now, God bless you. God keep you. God honor you. In the name of Jesus. Amen. So, people of God, um, today is day one. God has helped us. We are through. Tomorrow is the... Um, the, the, ne the who, is, who is next on the calendar? Who is next? Um, I wish you could help me with the name. Um, so, t t Tuesday, the next ministration is on Thursday, Minister David. Loyalty and disloyalty in the kingdom because tomorrow I'll be ministering. Tomorrow is Wednesday. I'll be ministering to us. I'll be serving us. Um, so after that Thursday, Minister David comes our way with another powerful session. The, the, the standard has been set. The bar has been set. So I pray that he would also take it another level. Amen. Loyalty and disloyalty in the kingdom. This is a very heavy topic and it touches on a lot of areas. Yeah, Mr. Iben, thank you so much. But one thing I was expecting was for you to broaden the scope of obedience. Obedience is very broad. You just limited it. Everything was God, 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 Abraham, and all of that. Yeah, obedience is very broad. Ephesians 6 talks about that. Um, I think Ezekiel, there are so many things. Yeah, but anyway, it's good for the start. Amen. Yeah, we thank God for that. So, one, one thing you, sh you should be able to link your teachings, in fact, you should make your teachings practical, amen. I just want to add this for those of us who are coming. Yes, God speaks to us, but how many times has God spoken to you directly by yourself? In fact, out of the last 50 instructions you received, how many of them came directly through God? Yes, so that should make you understand where I'm headed to. Usually, God uses men, parents. God, the, your, 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 last um, the la your last semester in school, it was lecturers, right? Yes. So, let's practicalize it, incorporate it into daily lives. Yes. Um, so, we have time to prepare. We have time to prepare, but let us not use, like, don't while away time thinking, okay, um, I'm two days away, I'm five days away, I'm a week away. Before you realize, it will catch up with you. And I believe that <laughs> we are already on course. So I want to encourage you. It's better you are prepared and set ahead of time than to allow things to catch up with you. Amen. It's all the ways running through 
until the 19th of May. Today is only 2nd, but God has been so good unto us. Minister Eben, once again, God bless you. Yeah. And so we meet tomorrow. Please, if you haven't followed us and you've been blessed by our activities so far, follow the platform um, as you follow the ministry and our commander-in-chief, even God himself. Amen. Just click the follow or plus button beside the name Burning Ones to follow the podcast or the page. And for our returning subscribers, all of us, God bless you for staying loyal and faithful to the ministry. Amen. And for obeying on the first day you were told. Amen. Yeah. So today we've closed early so we can do other things. Amen. I, be I believe that for Minister Eben, a burden is lifted. <laughs> A burden has been lifted. Yeah, I don't know the weight or the intensity of what he felt while he was preparing, but you can be sure that something has lifted off of him, and he's so relieved. Yeah, and that is that is how it, it is when you have to minister. Sometimes you just connect, you know, you connect, and before even 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 the 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 the, the inscriptions of you know. That he notice that carries the meeting details and a link to the meeting. Sometimes when I'm, 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 I'm scheduling a meeting, it can take me as much as 15 to 20 minutes coming to the application, setting up the meeting, typing the details in there, and then sometimes a brief summary of the meeting. And after that, copying the link to WhatsApp, it comes with a lot of um, embellishment, like some chaff. And other things and you have to isolate those things and extract the link and then type what you really want to type about the, about the meeting and put the link in there and post on the platform it might look like oh that, that <laughs> some of us just we just don't know but i want to tell you that even the, the littlest of things um it takes a lot of effort and some of these things will make you appreciate the sacrifices i'm doing the media work i'm doing the publicity most of the times I am doing check, checking up on you. Some of you until I call you. You don't call. Yes, only when you have a problem. Even when you don't have a problem, you when you message me, you'll be like MOG or good morning. Or good morning, sir. Sometimes when you have a problem, man of God. Good afternoon, apostle. That one, then you are keen into. <laughs> you remember there's an anointing attached to the name, eh? <laughs> All right. Anyway, it is all good. Um, it's 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 fun. It's fun. Sometimes I take it to be fun. Yeah. So it's a lot of work. So I encourage you, if you can volunteer to do anything, maybe you want to be in charge of putting announcement on the platform. Anytime we have a meeting, I can be sending everything to you. Then you do the editing and everything, and be posting and be reminding people on the page prior to meetings and all of that. Okay, God will bless you even as you commit. We've, we've just studied on um, uh, a, a very great teaching on obedience. Yes, even though it's, it's to God, but every spiritual authority set over you is is also Ephesians, Hebrews chapter 13, verse, no, Romans 13, 
talks about how that everyone should be subject to the governing authorities, even the heathen political system. God says that we should be subject, we should obey them, for there is no authority except that which is established by God. Hallelujah. So, um, when you have men set in charge over you, they are, they are men, especially men who of God, they represent, this one is direct from heaven, God's own authority over your life. Amen. So, if, if you want to submit, if you want to assist, please, you are welcome. You can get in touch after here so that we, we, we arrange everything. Yeah. It was just an overview. The publishing, I have not spoken about the publishing of the audio. The audio we see on the platform that we enjoy and all of that. Yeah. I, it's, it's, it's also some great deal of work. Amen. But I believe that we are all growing and maturing. We will come to much appreciation of some of these things. The more we, su uh, we submit to the leading of God, the more we obey, and the more we also uh, take heed to instructions, we would appreciate more. Amen. Alright, so I want us to say a final word of prayer for yourself. You want to thank God for faith. You want to thank God for grace that has been imparted to you. You want to thank Him for how far He has brought us. It's not by mistake. It's not by an accident that you are here or that you joined the teaching for today. You could have been elsewhere. You could have been elsewhere doing something else. Hallelujah. You could have been on a different platform. Hallelujah. Because maybe it wasn't a, prophet, a prophetic session or a prayer session or the ministration of the Spirit. It was just a teaching session. But you chose to stay throughout to this point in time. So you want to lift your voice and thank God for keeping you for the insight, for grace that's been imparted. You want to lift your voice in the next few seconds and tell God that, Lord, I thank you. Father, we are grateful. Lord, we are grateful. Father, we are grateful. We are grateful. We thank you for the teaching through your vessel in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, we bless you for enlightening us on obedience today. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, <clears throat> you are God. There is none like you. We acknowledge your authority over us and we, we, we pledge allegiance. We pledge allegiance, O oh God, and we ask that you help us, O oh God, to walk in obedience towards you like never before in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you thanks and adoration. We love you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So, I want to just touch on this. Um, when Minister Eben was speaking, he said something. He said he also wanted to enlighten us at the introduction. He said he wanted to enlighten us on what obedience is not, after telling us what obedience is. And he said that obedience is not partial um, fulfillment of instructions. So, for instance, if you have been told... Um, to fetch water by your mom and after fetching the water that you join her in the kitchen to grind pepper I'm talking about this in a local or typical Ghanaian setting and you fetch the water all right in fact he said maybe your mom said two buckets of water and after that come and grind pepper but because you want to grind pepper you find you intentionally fetch five buckets of water and then after after that you go and sit behind your game your console your 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 <laughs> P.S. 
what you have done is not obedience. It's not obedience. You didn't obey. You can be likened to somebody who didn't even obey at all. It would be better you said no to your mother or father and then went to sit down and then maybe God touches your heart. Then you have a change of mind and a change of heart. And then later on, you come and do what you have to do. Maybe you later come and say, okay, mommy, I will now do it. That will even be accounted to you as obedience than rather that you say, I'll do it, and you don't go all the way. You just do part of it, and you leave the rest. And that is the same. The same thing applies to half truth and half lies. There are no truths, and there are no, they are, they are no truth at all. They are no truth at all. Hallelujah. So let's, let's take notice of some of these things. I believe that these are places that we should also um, really, really pay attention to. Amen. And sometimes when you're doing things for God, you see, sometimes you can obey without genuine willingness. It robs obedience of His blessing. Yeah. Yeah. And obedience, like He said, is, is, a, is a part of your nature. The Spirit, the, if you read... Um, Okay, let me not do another teaching session. He, he said, the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, that spirit of life in Christ Jesus, the spirit of obedience, he imparts unto us the grace and the willingness to be able to do the pleasure and the will of God. So that the Bible says in Ephesians 2 that, for it is God who worketh in you, both to will and to do. So unless you are properly submitted to God, even obedience to spiritual authority and not just i'm emphasizing on spiritual authority because of our setting here and because of the fact that the spirit the spirit trumps the physical you will not be able to obey spiritual authority let alone secular authority the government our parents the educational system or the mountain of education and all of its um, systems and leaderships and authorities that are set in there, you will have collisions. So sometimes you are obeying the instruction, but there is rebellion in your heart. There is rebellion, which is as the sin of witchcraft, that is disobedience at its core. So the act is proceeding from a wrong set and a wrong uh, foundation or wrong heart which even corrupts the act so that the blessings and benefits tied to the act will never come to fulfillment or you never get to repeat because god doesn't look at the outward though people can pretend to obey when they are actually far from what true obedience is hallelujah all right God bless us. We have to end. Yes, it's time. So, everybody, just like Minister Eben has done, every one of us, we are going to exhaust our times. Yes, you are going to exhaust your time. There's nothing like, oh, my message is only five minutes, so um, I'm done. Uh, Minister Samuel or Apostle Samuel, uh, can we? I'm done. I don't have anything to say. Can we ask questions? No, it's not a question and answer session. <laughs> It is not a question and answer session. I beg. We beg. We beg. And we beg. 
So if if you are you are, you are running out of what to what to do or what to say, please go back to the Holy Spirit. Eh? Go and get the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, borrow me more words. <laughs> go and tell the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. Just as you have done for Minister, uh, you have been doing for our leader, eh? uh, Minister Samuel, every day. Borrow me more words. Eh? In fact, sometimes when you're in the washroom, the one word will come. Then you you put you you quickly rush for your towel. Then you wipe your hand and your face. That is all you don't you need. Though. You don't have to wipe your whole body. Either by the time you are finished, you are done wiping your whole body. Then the word will run away. So you have to quickly wipe your face and your hand so that you don't wet your paper. Then you go and look for a pen and write it down. Then you go back to the washroom when you are bathing. And <laughs> I pray that you don't you don't apply soap on your face. Other than that, yeah. So. <clears throat> Sometimes you can be with your phone. As you are going, then the idea comes, then you write it, eh? I'm, I'm giving you small, small secrets because some of the sessions, especially when I'm really, really tight, and then we are teaching throughout the week. That is how the Holy Spirit helps me. So if it comes, one statement, sometimes just one statement, sometimes two words, write it down. Later, when you sit down, the Holy Spirit will now tell you that, okay, this is what I meant by this word. Then you do it. And I'm telling you, you can do it. Don't belittle yourself. There is an anointing on you. Hallelujah. You carry an anointing. Hallelujah. Even if not, if you think you don't, if you still don't believe it, for the fact that you are connected to this ministry and to this platform, there is too much oil here. There is too much oil, especially the apostolic, the teaching, the healing. It is too much here. It is too much here. Unless you don't listen to this, the teachings, you don't connect, you are not consistent in fellowship. Hallelujah. God bless you. I love you all. Shalom. We meet again tomorrow at 6 p.m. for our end of fast prayers. And then at 10.30 p.m. like now, or 22.30 GMT, for our teaching session on the anatomy of the cross. Amen. God bless you all. May he cause his face and countenance to shine upon you, be merciful unto you, and grant you peace in Jesus' name. Amen. Goodbye. Have a good night, every one of us. Bye, bye, bye. Mighty God, I bless your name. Holy one, I worship you, for you are God by yourself. You are God by yourself. Eight to eight, you're still the same. Our creation. Shout your name for you are God by yourself. Oh God, you are God by yourself. Oh, for who you are, I bless your name. Oh God, for who you are, I worship you. For you are God by yourself. Oh God, oh God, you're God by yourself. Hey.